What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. What do you got, Laura? So I just wanted to give a big shout out to my man. Well, not my man, but, you know, one of our guys, Justin Turner from the Dodgers, who tweeted about his JT Foundation teaming up with the LA Dream Center and how Mm -hmm. the LA Dream Center really came uh, uh, stepped up for Angelinos and they have served over five million meals um, to L.A. And I just really wanted to salute him because he I I love how involved he's in the community. And it just kind of reminded me of you guys and how much you guys love being all about community. Yeah, I um, did a story on Justin for the L.A. Times last summer, and it was an organization he was working with at the time, I believe, to help uh, donate shoes. And it was for all the, you know, workers in the hospitals, first responders who were on their feet all day. And he was finding ways to try to help them out by getting them brand new shoes, right, to make more comfortable. And he was also telling me about the Dream Center and the meals that were that were being, you know, serviced or, or handed out at the time. And the way that he talked about it moved me so much, I actually reached out myself to acquire shoes to donate as well from sources that I have connected within the, the apparel industry because he was so passionate about it. And what he was bringing to light was so important. I hadn't even considered it. So I, I, like you, Laura, I'm just in awe of how much love he has for everybody in general. But really what he's got for SoCal is just so amazing. Yeah, no question, dude. When you look at him, um, you know, we talked about this during the free agency process a little bit, right, about how entrenched he is in the community. And this is just, you know, Caput just shows further, uh, you know, how entrenched he truly is. Yeah, I just like when when athletes in general, you know, they understand who they are, what they mean, how they can be impactful. By the way, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't grow up like that. I didn't grow up knowing about philanthropy and giving back. I grew up in a house where my dad was trying to make it every day, you know. And I just tell you that um, you learn that stuff. And when you learn it and you practice it, um, it feels feels good, man, to uh, to help other people like that, you know. And I only learned it because, you know, I went to college, guys. Honestly, like, I, I played football, so they would take us to the children's hospital. I'm like, I'll go. You know, and, but you, you learn, like, wow, you, these kids think you're something more than you think you are. But, you know, the, you're, you're making them feel good. And just, I don't know, salute Justin Turner. That sounds fine, man. Sounds That's good. what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, we will get back to the calls about his 34-30 waste to inseam round. Uh, people are on the phones. People want to chime in on this. This is a very uh, popular discussion today at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. In the interim, uh, there is a report, okay, by the Indianapolis star, uh, Jay Michaels. Uh, Wait, the say Indian- that again. Say, say that word again. The Indianapolis star? <laughs> You're like the Indianapolis star. Yeah, I wanted to make sure it was there uh, before I – so I was pulling up the report. Um, okay. So, yes, the Indianapolis star, uh, J. Michael, who covers the, the Pacers, has a report that the Los Angeles Lakers, perhaps you're familiar with them, guys, uh, mm-hmm. have interest in Miles Turner before the March 25th trade deadline. Now, they're not the only team, according to this report. Uh, the Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Hornets, and Pelicans, among those mm-hmm. who have explored whether the Ooh, Pacers Pelicans. are willing to part with the league's leading shot blocker, according to the Indy Star, LZ. Well, um, this is great news right now. <laughs> right now. Because there's always the question of what is it going to cost us, mm-hmm. right? Now, he makes a lot what? of money. 
He makes a lot of money, which yeah. means there's going to be a lot of bodies. 18 million. Almost. That's, 17 and a half, actually. That feels like three bodies. Right. Does it not? Feels like three three yeah. players that right. we have in our rotation right now mm-hmm. in exchange for a starting center. At the very least, two. At the very least, two. But probably three based upon the way that I'm beginning to sense much of the league feel about THT, mm-hmm. who doesn't make a lot of money right now, but certainly in terms of the young players on this roster is the one that everyone's looking at most. Um. Do I want to possibly lose THT to get Miles Turner? Man, that's a rough, that's that's hard, man. Well, I'll tell you that's, this. That's a hard one for me. I, I'll <laughs> tell you this. He's going to be 25 years old, Miles um, Turner, in a week, literally a week, on March mm-hmm. 24th, and is under contract for two more seasons. He is. He has been the league's best shot blocker basically for the last several years. He can yep. shoot the three for a big man. Um, he yep. rebounds the ball well when he's near the basket, right? The problem is he plays mm-hmm. away from the basket a lot, um, right. but can play in that area. And he he does, um, Scott, protect the paint, which is something LZ and all of us have discussed is a weakness for the Lakers. Yeah, but I got to say, I'm kind of, um, I'm enjoying watching Damian Jones. I'm not suggesting to you that he's a great player, but on a 10-day contract and find yourself starting and playing alongside LeBron James and, you know, catching alley-oops from LeBron. I, I like this guy's hops. I guess what I'm getting at is this. Look, if, if you go out and trade for Miles Turner, okay, to me, what, I, what I'm taking from that would be we need to make a run this year exactly the way we planned to with AD, but we don't think AD is going to be here. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm sort of reading into it. Listen, I think the way right now the Lakers are playing and the contributions from Kuzma, uh, Montrez Harrell's been a beast starting the second half here of the season. Uh, THT, who I would not want to give up on. And by the way, I got to think THT might be protect, protected by LeBron. Like, uh, no, that's my guy. He's not going anywhere. Right now, I'm holding firm with what I've got if I'm the Lakers. Okay, interesting. Um, so I don't want to uh, hold firm, but THT – and I, I talked about this yesterday, and I've actually been talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be a thing, man. Yeah. He he might be a, a thing. And I don't mean a thing like some of the other Lakers that we've traded away because D'Angelo Russell became an all-star. B.I. became an all-star. Julius Randle became an all-star. They all became one-time all-stars, so they all became somewhat of a thing in their own right, right? But THT has some stuff, man, that makes me think – he might be like a building block, a piece, a complimentary player, a leader. Like, I'm little, I, I don't want to trade someone who may become a Hall of Famer in, in exchange for someone to fill a need that we might be able to fill in lesser ways, in ways that won't cost us as much. Yeah, I don't want to see THT leave this team. Um, I really think this guy... Again, it's somewhat small sample size, and we looked at him in the preseason, and we were like, wow, this guy's got something. And a lot of times that doesn't really translate, but the more playing time he gets, the more I don't want to let a kid like that go. So, again, I know what you're saying about not holding firm. I'm just saying this. If somebody's available very cheap and is a big body, great. But to let any of these guys go with the way they're playing right now, and I got it, you know, they're playing against Minnesota last night. They're terrible. Still, I like what's going on with the chemistry of the team, and I'm, I'm more about chemistry than I am necessarily about what's on paper. 
Yeah, I, I would make the move for Miles Turner because, LZ, I know that when we talked about different guys over time, you, you think to yourself, like when Andre Drummond, like you were talking about, he could be someone that could be part of the future, not just the mm-hmm. present. And I'd look at Miles absolutely. Turner under contract for two years, and I think that's absolutely the case with him. Yep. No, 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 you, you're right down. about that. You're absolutely right about that. My feelings are that if we can make this move without losing THT, I'm all for it. If if Indianapolis is willing to take Coos and Wesley Matthews and, you know, like a, you know, second round pick in 2030 or something like that, sure, fine, let's do it. But THT, man, the way that he approaches the game at 20 years old and the skill set that he has at 20 years old and the confidence and the court vision he has at 20 years old, I'm a little concerned that this isn't D'Angelo Russell. I'm a little concerned that this isn't B.I. I'm a little concerned this might actually be Carmelo, that this might actually be like a baller. So not not to say those other guys aren't ballers, but you know what I'm saying? Someone who in 10 years, 12 years is a face of this league. I'm a little concerned that we might be trading someone who could become that. Right, for a guy – for a guy who's a very good player, right, exactly. Right, right. And that is not how I felt about B.I. That is not how I felt about D'Angelo. I never thought that they would become a possible face of the league. But THT's skill set and that layup package and his yeah. patience and his court yeah. vision and his physical size, I'm a little concerned, man, that he might be a real one. Yeah, I don't know if he's right. becoming the face of the league anytime soon, but I just want to say this: you know, when you're a when you're a second round pick and you only have one year of college basketball and you're injured for most of it and you're plucked out of the G League and and there's low expectations, um, when you find a, a player that could be could be like Russell Wilson, third round draft choice, now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. When you have somebody that could be really great and and is a, you know somebody that you didn't expect it from, dude, you got to hold on to that talent. Yeah, I, I don't know about facing the league, but I, I do think that he's unbelievably talented and still very much someone that they can cultivate his skill set. So, but it, you're balancing the now versus um, you know the future, and that's uh, that's always the plight of a championship team. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Would you would you trade for Miles Turner if it meant trading Taylor Horton Tucker? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. And, you know, you're talking about one of the better defensive players in this league right now, Miles Turner. Like, arguably one one of the top, you know, ten easily. Um, let's go to the phones, though. People want to weigh in on our discussion. Is 34-30 waste to inseam round? D is in L.A. What up, D? What's up, family? I love the show. Uh, guys, listen, it, it, it has nothing to do with waist size, length, all that. It has to do with your attitude and how you feel about yourself. When you're younger, a lot of times you're going to be smaller. When you get older, life happens. You're going to put on a little bit of weight, whatever the case may be. Your pants are going to change. It's all about attitude. I'm going to tell you something. I've met a lot of women back in the day, very thin, beautiful looking, whatever. But if their attitude stink, they're ugly to me. And on the contrary, I've met women who are a little larger, but attitudes are great. Man, it doesn't matter how the, how the size was, they, was, they look beautiful to me. It's all about your attitude and how you feel about yourself. This, 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 this is a great topic, but I just want to let everybody who, who's struggling with the weight or whatever, man, it's, it's about your attitude. Just have a good attitude. Treat people right. Man, that weight, don't even worry about that. that no, life no. is too short to be worried about how you look. That's Especially real talk, man. That, that's real talk, which is why I've said repeatedly, I never said 
He's right. Your size correlated yeah. with your attractiveness. Never Correct. said that. 100%. You never say said that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and look, we, you know, Laura, we've been talking about this jokingly. We, like, we, you know, we feel attacked. And what, we don't mean that in that sense. Like, we're just, we're having some fun with it. But, yeah. you know, Laura, your story, you know, for maybe people don't know, um, is unique. And I say that in, in a way because, you know, that is also your, your With an underscore at the end of it? Yeah. yeah. On social media with an underscore, yes. Um, but your story is, is, is inspirational, I believe, if people don't know, if you're willing to share it. Willing to share it. She put it on social media this week. She's proud, man. She should be sure, proud. Sure, right? she Laura? should be. Darn right, I mean, girl. Laura, if you want to tell people what you posted. Yeah, so I posted a before picture of myself. Um, I've always been heavy, like people have been calling, right? Latinos, we like to eat. So I was very overweight. I got sick. I ballooned up to over 500 pounds. I was, my recorded weight was like 512. So right now I'm currently like 217. My lowest has been 205. So I'm trying to get back to lower than that. And um, you look good, girl. Thank you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I like it when you so wear a hat. So to Dee's point. Turn, you're, yeah, you're hot, hot, you know. Yeah, to your point, to Dee's point. Like, you, you're right, Dee. We, we just, you know, we're having some fun, you mm -hmm. know. And I know that, but I'm glad you made that message because, or, or had that message because we want to, well, of course, reiterate that as well. Real quick, let me sneak in Tommy in L.A. Tommy, what's up? Come on, Tommy. 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 Come on, Tommy. Hello, guys. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Hello? sir? Hey, I'm, I got to say, 34 is soft, and I got that from my boss. I was working with a company that you guys share a building with, and I was getting a little comfortable, and my boss looked over me one day when we were outside in an event, and he goes, you're getting a little soft. And I realized <laughs> my jeans were 34, 32. Mm, wow. Okay. So now I am a svelte. 3232. <laughs> all right. All right, Tommy. All right, Tommy. I think we all know where you work, too. So Yeah, we do. We know. We know. We know. We know. I think you guys have a whole floor as a gym, don't you? Oh, Tommy dropped. Oh, Tommy, Tommy dropped? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I do. They have the whole floor above us, basically. Yes. yes. Um, but anyway. All right, 877 espn Keep it coming. 3430. Are you soft? Are you round? Or are you feeling good? Okay, because I think you should feel good at thirty-four thirty. I feel like you 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 don't attack thirty-four thirty. Now thirty-six thirty, thirty-eight thirty. You know, it's a little different. As my man here tweeted to us a little earlier, Doran Guzman says, "Why worry about the inseam? I'm a thirty-eight waist in shorts. Boom, problem solved." Eight seven 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 ten. That's good math right there. There you go. Uh, all right. We will get your thoughts on would you deal for Miles Turner if it included Taylor Horton Tucker? We've got that. Um, plus, John Gruden, there may be a problem with your law. Oh, excuse me. I almost said Los Angeles. Las Vegas Raiders. We'll get to that in two and a half minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. By the way... Uh, our guy Briones says, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> who works here with Mason in Ireland, Jorge, he says, if you are uh, round and wear skinny jeans, you look like a barquillo. 
one scoop of ice cream cone. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to be f- afraid of the skinny. I, I don't, I don't recommend the skinny jeans. If nah, you're it becomes very uncomfortable. No. You get this yeah. moose knuckle thing going. Guys know what I'm yeah. talking about out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, brutal. No. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't do that. Uh, speaking of brutal, um, John Gruden's getting criticized a lot this off season. Uh, we talked about Darren Waller about ten days ago, saying that it's playoffs or bust. Like, uh, there's a story in the Athletic today as they let go of some players on their offensive line, including their center, uh, about does John Gruden have an actual plan? Greg Bergman, you are the Raider fan on this show. Um, I it's feel sad, like you so... have to. <laughs> what, Thanks, what's that? I said you sad, sad soul. I mean, it's been a long time. what is it a, like for you right now? Like, there seems there's, these are valid criticisms. I think. I mean, they are valid criticisms. I don't really know what they're doing right now. They're getting rid of a lot of offensive linemen. Um, they just got rid of their center, who's a very, very good center. Um, yeah. They lost Trent Williams, which I think is fine. That wasn't a big deal. But there's, I think they've lost three offensive linemen, and. That's where everything comes from, being able to block for Carr, being able to block for uh, Jacobs. I, I don't really know what he's doing. He's got a lot of guys. John Gruden has never been successful when he was in charge of personnel. Listen, and that's just right it on. in a nutshell. Right. He's never been successful once he had the reins in deciding, picking, and drafting players. Yep. Listen, and the truth right. of the matter is, is that we knew he didn't have a plan because he let Khalil Mack walk out the door and then within the same season said it was hard finding a pass rusher. So once I heard that come out of his mouth, I was like going, that dude is made for television, but he is no longer made for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. But here, let, let's, it's deeper. For, for some, if you're a Raider fan, it's even deeper in this way. You actually believed when Gruden came back that this was going to be some great Raider revival. And then they you got to just you got to just look at it like from the very top. First of all, Mark Davis, to his credit, he got the state of Nevada and the Bank of America to build him a football stadium cuz he had mm-hmm. the team and they had the money. Okay. But you didn't really believe in Mark Davis as a as an owner like to build a team. Then what does he do? He goes out and gets Gruden who is no longer a coach. He's now a TV star. He's now a personality. He's out of this thing. Don't sell me on he goes from team to team and he talks to the players, so he's got his finger on the pulse of the league. Listen, he hadn't been coaching in a really long time, and he's finding out it was a whole lot tougher to win right now versus when he had Tony Dungy's team. And then lastly, going out and getting Mike Mayock as your general manager. It's one thing to play draft analyst on TV, and it's another thing to actually walk through the door and really build somebody's roster. So they're really, frankly, kind of, in my opinion, a bunch of clowns, and nobody's serious, and Gruden is finding out the hard way that the honeymoon is now over. I'm with you. LZ, I know that you're not a huge Gruden fan, but, you know, I I thought the entire process of it, right? Like, here's what, from the beginning, the way I felt about the Raiders. Uh, I thought... John Gruden knows how to coach football. Like, I'm not worried about that part of it. I'm worried about the decision-making process. And to jo- and to Scott's point, when you hired Mike Mayock out of, like, you know, central studio, casting the on the NFL booth. network. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. central casting of the NFL network. Like, I, I get it. Like, I, you know, like, it's kind of like, uh, like, if he's part of your staff, sure. Okay. Like, I don't have a huge problem with that. But when he's the general manager – 
I'm like, mm, I these don't guys know thought how they I could do it that. on TV, George. Like, like Gruden's sitting at the desk for ESPN, breaking down every draft choice, and Mayock yeah. is sitting at the at the NFL Network desk doing the exact same thing. So it was like, hey, um, you seem to know a lot because you talk about it on TV. Me too. Let's hook up. Let's do a beautiful right. thing. But, you know. But to your but to your point, when Gruden was doing those quarterback camps for ESPN. He loved everybody. Like, it wasn't like it was – I mean, occasionally he'd say something constructive and give them, like, a little pointer on something. But mostly it was like, man, I love when you do this and right. you throw this hitch yeah. route. and but You know, like, it was never like he was really breaking them down. No. Like, Todd McShay and Mel, like, they – are critiquing guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. different. Greg Cosell from NFL Films, right? He's critiquing guys. I never heard Gruden LZ ever say anything <laughs> negative about anybody who did that thing with him. I mean, not with them because he wanted them to be on television with them. He wanted to have access to them. But then when he became coach, he became a different person. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Key has always talked about and I've have come to embrace myself is that when you're not being authentic, guys can pick up on that fast. Fast. And that's very true within the work environment, obviously. And the NFL, believe it or not, is a work environment. And so when these players, they look at you and they watch you and they hear you and they see how you're treating people, they know when you're full of it. And he may have come into the locker room with a tremendous amount of fanfare and excitement because he was that dude on TV and he does have that ring and he does have a measure of success. The longer he's in the NFL ecosystem, he's being exposed as someone who doesn't know what this NFL is like today yeah, and mm-hmm. doesn't understand how to manage players today. And he never right. understood how to be a, an, an acquirer of talent ever, mm-hmm. but he certainly doesn't know what it means to be so today. So when people talk about, oh, Derek Carr needs to do this during the de-, No, no, no. Derek Carr was fine before Gruden. You didn't have issues with, with, with Derek Carr until Gruden showed up. The same Gruden who had issues with Keyshawn, who had issues with Warren Sapp, who had issues with Khalil Mack. I'm like... At a certain point, when are you going to figure out what the, the, the common de facto, the denominator factor is? Right. It's right, John sure. Gruden. Yeah. 877-710-ESPN. Uh, would love to hear from Raider fans after these you know, several years now into the Gruden experiment. Love to hear from Laker fans about Miles Turner, the big rumor that's out there, the Indianapolis Star reporting that that's the case. Uh, <laughs> we do have a tweet here that's rolling in uh, that I think is kind of funny. It's from uh, Howard Alonzo. He says, uh, at Sedano, how come every time the Lakers look into a player or show any interest, the Clippers go after him? How does this information get out so Jerry West copies? Jerry already has an L.A. disliking him. Man hate, wants hate, clearly. Well, I, I just think they have similar needs in some cases. And, and contenders are all going after the same people, so I'm not trying to knock Jerry in that case. But let's go to the phones. We have people want to weigh in on the all the different things we're talking about, plus 3430. If your waist is 3430, do you feel attacked? By LZ and Scott saying you round. Uh, let's go to Mark in La Palma. Mark, what's up? Hey, guys. Love the show. Want to thank you so much for having Cap. I've been a follower of hers uh, since he was way down south, and um, thanks for bringing him on board. Mark, my man. Yes, appreciate sir. that. Hey, I'm, I'm a 34-30. I've spent most of my life in 50-plus. Uh, um, I'd love 34-30. I'm long, tall, 
but hey, what I want to what I want to find out is how can I take out Laura? Oh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, do you oh, want to? I mean, Laura, Laura this, you can handle this, Laura. I ain't Let's talk about this. Voice. Let's, oh, her I like voice that is Latina insane. Latina flavor voice. in that voice of hers. Yeah. Oh, flavor. Right. Oh, what, what kind of flavor are you hearing? <laughs> no, she's got that, that, that little, a little bit of a slang, you know, in there with the la la la, you know. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> the la la la, Lord, you don't want la la la. Laura, are you available? Can we can we get you dates, Laura? Is that what? something you're interested in? I am so busy right now. Okay, but yeah. let's just say you weren't so busy, and let's say we have no, great no, no, callers. No, 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 Scott. That's Respect what she just said. Oh, she's <laughs> well, busy right now. Yeah. Don't just run over that. She's busy right this now. This guy sounds like a great guy, LZ. That. That's that's fantastic. But she says she's busy. I know, but so I don't want to. You know, she's busy. You're going to have busy. to wait. Never know yeah. what the opportunity is out there, you know? Well, you know, maybe she'll get, when she's not busy, Mark, maybe she'll let us know, okay? Mark, call exactly. back. Sounds call like back when you hear you her say that she's not busy. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Let's, she says she's see busy. See you, Mark. Thank you. You know, you know I should have known that you were busy, Laura, based on yesterday's comment when we were all deciding what are the three things we can't leave the house without, and you came up with iPhone. I don't remember the second thing, and the third thing went crazy on Twitter when you said, can't leave without a condom. Should have thought you were busy. <laughs> First of all, my third thing was AirPods. So oh, yes, yeah, yes. Condom was second thing yeah. actually. Oh, sorry, my get bad. the order right. My bait, my bait. <laughs> and if well, she's carrying a, and if she's carrying a condom, then you, like I said, she says she, she busy. She, she busy. busy. I she forgot. busy. Exactly. I all forgot right. about that. Keep it coming. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Keep the calls rolling in. Uh, whether it's Miles Turner, whether it's the Raiders, whether it's thirty four thirty, and if you feel that's round or not. I, I, I don't think so. That's all I'm saying. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedan LZ and Cap, Dr. Green Thumb. I like that. St. Patty's yeah. Day. Yeah. So, there we man, go. I haven't heard Cypress Hill in a minute. Um, what, uh, what, is the, what is the drink of choice tonight, gentlemen and ladies? Available. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, whiskey. I think I'm going to go with, like, a beer. I, I finally have, like, grown up enough to to try a stout. I always used to be like, ew, St. Patty's Day, Guinness. That's, like, looks to me like, you know, motor oil. I'm like, but now I try You can do finally. bass, too. Bass yeah. is, I mean, it's dark. It's not, it's not a stout, but, you know, bass is, is nice, too. Yeah, I'm trying to learn a little bit more about, you know, the beer drinking world, you know, because yeah. I'm just a domestic light beer drinker. You'll have to excuse oh. me, craft beer drinkers, you know. That's urine. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But I'm telling you, dude, a Mexican lager and an American oh, light yeah. beer. Now you know? we're talking. Yeah. yeah. So Now we're talking. Um, Big IPAs yeah, I can't handle. Uh, you know, I'm not a beer person, um, but I did go to my dudes at the Dudes Brew, uh, the Dudes Brewing Company. We, we worked with them a couple years ago uh, out in Torrance, and they're, like, they got me into craft beers for a minute. Um and I, I was like they so I they know I'm a big whiskey scotch guy, uh, mm-hmm. bourbon guy, and they had me try one of their beers that's like they're made in like a, a whiskey barrel basically, 
and the you could taste the flavor in it. Like I'm not a huge beer guy, but if you get me the right beer, I'm in. You know. Mm. Yeah, I don't want green beer though. I never really thought that green beer sounded yeah, good on say, green bagels. I feel like I'm gonna pee green. You know what I'm saying? And that just well, makes if you do me... asparagus. That it could happen actually. I feel well, like. I don't see the color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I just yeah. don't want to drink a green beer and then pee, pee green. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why? What, what, why? What happened? I don't know. Gonna, I don't know. It's, it's not going to change it. anything else. No, probably everything not. Everything else stays white. Well, listen, you hear, <laughs> you, LZ, work with me here, brother. Please, you hear my 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 insecurities when I talk about a thirty four thirty ways. I'm like, like like as if that's a fat guy. I'm not a fat guy. You know, just no. I just, and no, I didn't say fat. No, I know you no, didn't. He did not. I'm he saying did not. it's no. me. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's my hang up. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. Yeah. Same thing with yeah. green beer. Uh, personal Bergman's of whiskey. La- Lauda, just whatever. I think she said Jack. Uh, no, I thought she wow. said facts. I said See facts. That? Oh, yeah. not Jack. Yeah, when Elsie said whatever's available. Yeah, whatever's yeah. Yeah. Usually tequila. I'm Mexican. You know, that's what we have around the house. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, real quick, Laura, do you have the sound from TNT yesterday with Candace Parker and Shaq talking about the women's game? Because it's made the, the, the rounds on shows and on the internet today. Basically, Shaq said... The WNBA, he said that they should lower the rims. And I was like, at first I was like, mm. but the more I thought about it, I had a different opinion on it. But let's hear the sound. Ten years ago, the WNBA game was here. NBA game is here. Now it's here. I have a way to make it equal. Just listen to me now. You ready? All right. We've heard it. Yeah, we've. we've. So in beach volleyball, the women's net is maybe half an inch lower. You think if we just lower the rim so y'all could dunk like we dunk, that'll give y'all more oomph than you already have? No. I mean, because listen, y'all are doing the, the step back, the pull back. Y'all doing everything we're doing, but I don't see a lot of people going up with two hands and, you know, back. Oh, it's coming. Out. Opportunity is a... So you don't think if we just is a, drop it to nine, ten nah, and a half? Nah, I, I guarantee Layla, she's into dance, but my next child will be drop, step, dunking. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal, LZ. So, um, you know, we, you and I and Scott were talking about this before the show, and mm-hmm. and I felt like it's not unprecedented, right? Where in golf the women's tees are at a different place, right? In um, mm-hmm. tennis there are less sets. So is it that crazy? I know Shaq says a lot of crazy things because he likes to go viral, blah 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 blah. But like, I don't think this one's that crazy. Well, I, I would say, one, um, what's driving the differences in the game? Who's driving the differences in the game? Because as someone who has covered tennis, I've never heard a woman say, thank God, I don't have to play five sets. But I have heard men say misogynist things about not wanting to see women on the court. And thus, three mm-hmm. sets is enough which, by the way, only applies to the majors. In every other tournament, everyone plays the same number of sets. Correct. Only the, only the majors are increased to five sets for the men. But again, Correct. I don't recall hearing women say things like, oh, my God, you know, I can't play another set or another two sets. I've only seen the men who are in charge of setting the rules decide whether or not women can be on the court that long, or worse yet, whether or not the presence of women with a combined tournament with men will cause us to have a longer schedule. So let's cut their schedule short so that the men can play longer. All of which reeks of misogyny to me, which you heard in the tone of our great Candace Parker, who abandoned us for Chicago. We'll talk about that later. 
<laughs> That's the your home city, man. I don't give a damn. You are a spark, girl. <laughs> Ride that hey, through. Her and Ride, D Fish, right, man. Apparently don't through. see eye to eye. You know? Well, then get rid of Fish. Don't get rid of the, the star player, the franchise player who got you a chip and stuff. You get rid of the coach who's still trying to find his way. But that's another yeah. conversation for another day. I, In terms of the, of the different, uh, you know, when it comes to the size of the basketball, yes, the ball is a little bit smaller. But I've never heard women say, oh, the rim is too high. I've only heard men say, if you want me to watch, can you lower the rim? Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. And that's what I heard from Shaq. And I don't know if he generally feels that way or if he just wanted to go viral or whatever. What I do know is that that is rooted in misogyny, especially saying that on the, on, on the stage, on a set, with a woman who dunks a 10-foot rim. Right. She's definitely <laughs> not the person he's talking about. Right. Um, so, was so, it, so, so did Shaq, like, offend everybody because – I kind of felt like listening to him that what he's saying is is that if if there was dunking in the WNBA, more particularly guys would be interested in watching the game. And my question would be to all guys, if women dunked in WNBA games, would you then be more inclined to watch WNBA games? Because, listen, when you watch a soccer match, it's the exact same length of the field, same width, it's the same goals. Okay, no one's changing the field or the or the dimensions. So again, for me, if I'm listening to Shaq and I'm going, okay, so he's saying the game would be better, more exciting, and more viewed. But I'm asking, is that really the case? So it's funny because I I just Googled it, right? Like just WNBA lowering the rims to see like if there's anything to it. Um, LZ, would it change your mind if Elena Deladon? one of the greatest players to play in the WNBA, said this five years ago. No, it won't change my mind. Because she believes that. Like, she believes they should lower the rims. Like, she believes that it would make the game better, that it would make the game... uh, Having women playing above the rim would make it more exciting, and she believes it would bring more viewers, more fans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know that women don't make as much as men, on average. And it's been that way forever. <laughs> forever. I know that that when you look at Congress, Congress doesn't look like society in terms of the gender balance. I know when you look at the leaders of this country, we've never had a female president and we just got our first female vice president. So if you're asking me, George and Cap, if I believe that it's possible that a misogynistic tone is part of the fabric of this discussion of lowering the rims, I'm more inclined to say yes, and that it doesn't matter if you lowered it to seven feet, that men like what they like, and they want what they want, and it doesn't have anything to do with dunks. It has everything to do with women being what men think women should be. And that's just the way I feel about it. Right. So, so that's just it. So here's the thing. You could lower the rim. You could get it down to nine feet. And let's say that, um, you know, uh, half the women in the league could dunk. Guess what? It doesn't really change my mind. You know, it's just not something that's part of what I do as a sports fan. You know, and it's, it's not for any other reason that I just never got into WNBA basketball. 
which I think of as a more pure version of basketball. So I kind of feel like Shaq is getting a lot of heat on something like this when maybe his heart was in this place. Hey, I think your game could be better, and I think more people would watch if you guys dunked more, and the way to dunk more is to lower the rim. So I I don't see why he's getting beat up so bad about this. Yeah, look, I I just think, you know, look, Shaq is going to say stuff. I'm not saying it's all contrived, right? He's going to say stuff because he wants it to go viral. Like, he has literally said those things. Like, it's not – I'm not making that up. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, look, I, like you, Scott, was not a huge WNBA person. I was not a huge – uh, like, not a, I brought up, I may, I brought up not to cut you off, George, but I brought up one question yesterday about women's basketball tournament. Just one question, right? And you two blew a gasket. <laughs> so I don't really we, think it's we, about we, the size of the rim. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, we, no, like, I whoa, know, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, what? yeah. Who? Well, because we 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 had told, but it was more about we told the audience that we were going to do a contest about the men's game uh, for to win the prize. So it was more about that. It was less about the women's game because I literally yesterday. Uh, but before we did the show, did a whole segment on around the horn about the women's bracket. I it was, was it, but was it your idea? But was it your idea? No, it wasn't my idea. See, this is my point. Idea. So it was the producer's idea. So you yeah. did the segment because the producer said we should do the segment. And the only reason right. why I brought it up because I thought it made sense because if you watched the Lakers game the, that night. You knew that Sinead Agumake was on the broadcast, and they had a huge section talking about how Stanford was the number one seed in the tournament. So I no, wasn't I doing it. To, I wasn't doing it to make no, some no. huge good comment about gender. I was doing it because if you were a Laker fan and you watched the broadcast, you would have noticed on ESPN that this conversation had happened. But the no, fact no, that I, you were like, "Oh my God, women!" No, basketball. I know. But my my reaction my reaction was more along the lines of we promoted it as a men's. Uh, uh, quiz tournament discussion. My reaction was my reaction was more like this. Why would we do that? And why would we do that when there are tournaments that happen at the exact same time? I get it. I get it. It was well. well no, we the answer is because the, more people are going to watch the men's watch side. the men's and tournament. That's that's yeah. the only and, answer. And and, right. and and that is my point. And so it's well, like, and we, all, why, we also do a bracket lower, competition for the men's. Yeah. So why lower the bracket? Why lower the rim if you know at the end of the day it's not what men want to see, regardless. That's why you don't do it. Because if 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 look if you told no, you me, don't do it for the, you don't do it to try to appease the men right you do it because the women want to do it yeah. right. not no Scott is with you I disagree Scott seems to be with you but I, I disagree I think that you can get more people involved you know what I'm saying I don't like, think, I do think more people would watch I just honestly I, I, disagree. I don't th- I disagree I, don't think I think more that, people are going to watch the WNBA because not casuals. Not casuals, but I know people who love basketball who don't watch the women's game who I think would watch. Like I'm telling you, people man, people love shiny things. You know what I mean? And I think that if you have more shiny objects in a game, which dunking would equate to that, I think you'd get more people Look, that actually like basketball. Not I casual awesome. people who don't watch basketball. I think it would be awesome to see women playing above the rim. 
Okay, but, Greg is uh, tweeting that we need, or texting that we need to bring. Oh, really? we, can, we do? Let's carry this see, over. See, David, Greg is bored th- talking see. about women's basketball. That's what that <laughs> see, Greg, it is all misogyny. your fault. That, that is misogyny. That's misogyny yes. is what that right, is. Let, misogyny. Keep, you know what? Let's open the phones. 877-710-ESPN. Would you watch the women's game if you love basketball? I'm saying, would you watch more of the women's game if they lowered the rim and they could dunk and they were playing above the rim like myself and Elena Deladon said? Um Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. All right, we got a break. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is this Irish? Happy birthday. <laughs> no, Nicky Jam is not Irish. <laughs> no. I mean, okay. maybe. You never know, you know? I mean, he's from Massachusetts. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. L- L- Laura's in charge of the music. She's been holding it down. It's St. Patty's Day. So I'm just going to assume that he's like uh, Myrish or something. Yeah, he, he's his, from his Massachusetts. I think he's half Dominican and half Puerto Rican, if oh, I so recall correctly. So it's D-Irish. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Or it's his birthday, so he's honorary Irish. Is he Is he what we like, Laura? I just need to know before I look it up. He's, he's, is he what we like? Uh, you pausing too much, girl. I'm not going to Google. He, you know mind. what? I think he, he wears he a 30 too much. 30. He's pausing I, too much for me. She's pausing way too much, so I'm just going to assume... I, that it ain't what I think it is, and I'm just going to keep it How about I send you a picture in the chat, LZ? He's dope, nope. though. She, she sent me a picture with her voice, so I'm all good. I'm <laughs> yeah, all he's good. no Rob Lowe. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you know, it's hard to be a Rob Lowe. He's a vampire, you know. He really is. <laughs> you know, he doesn't age. That is He a great, doesn't age. Great point. Yeah. And I've never seen him in the sun. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> Where were uh, we? Where were said, we when I we left? I just sent a picture. I just <laughs> sent a picture. Of, of we're in some jam. diatribe about massage. Oh, the women's game. Oh, right, the, right. Yeah, would you watch more if they're dunking? Yeah. Yeah. I've decided I will watch more if they dunk for like the first few times, and then on Sports Center, I'd be like, oh, look at that. That's cool. But in terms of like, hey, you know what? Now I'm like a really big fan of the WNBA no, game. No. no, no. My favorite no. players have never dunked. Cappy Pondexter never dunked. Maya Moore, never seen her dunk. Right. Um, Cheryl Swoops, never seen her dunk. Yeah. When the league started, Cynthia Cooper, holla at me, SC fans, balled out. They won four straight chips with the Houston Comets. She never dunked, but she was always dope. So if you love ball and you don't need to see certain things, but you love ball, then you appreciate the game. But if you're really watching because you want to see people dunk – I mean, go ahead, though we do know, statistically speaking, we're seeing fewer dunks because people are shooting more threes. Correct. We're seeing fewer blocks because the NBA is is more perimeter, so there are less opportunities for these blocks. So that's yeah. the reason why I think it's completely BS of this notion that if the rim was lowered, that there would be more fans because we actually are seeing fewer dunks in the NBA because of the changing game, and yet the fan base is still there. I don't think it's about the dunks. I think it's about the gender, and that's all fine and dandy. You like what you like. I ain't going to hate you for it. I'm just saying I'm not here for men telling women what they need to do to make men more interested in their game. 
Uh, by well, the that's way, what Shaq was saying, right? I mean, isn't that ultimately what Shaq was saying? He was saying, hey, look, if, if you ladies dunked, I'd actually be more interested in your game. He's, what he's saying is, I'm not interested in your yes. game because one of the things you guys don't have is playing above the rim. I like that as a basketball fan. If you do that, I'll be good. If you don't, I'm not interested, and that's what Shaq was saying. Man, I love the hell uh, out of Earl Boykins. That dude wasn't dunking on nobody. He was 5'5". Five five. But he was – on, on, Spud Webb was dunking, but I'm just saying that there are so many aspects to the game of basketball. No, I High agree. school, of collegiate, of and professional level. Of course. That this notion that the dunk is a cure-all for misogyny is ridiculous. No, I agree. <laughs> agree. By the way, um, are you interested yes. in Nikki Jam, as now I've sent you this photo? Man, you sent me a photo? Hold on. I already told you that Laura said I shouldn't be It's in the it. chat, man. Hold on. She already said that. And I trust her more than you when it comes to stuff like this. Hold on. I'm just asking. I ain't, I ain't saying he's good looking or not. I don't know. Oh, hold on, Laura. Laura, hold on. Like no, no, no. He hold, sent hold a really on. good picture. I hold got on. I sent a Hold on. Hold on, Laura. You might have misled me. I might need to lean on George a little bit more. Mm-mm. Hold up now. <laughs> I got you. Hold up. Hold, hold up. up. Hold, hold up. up. Hold, hold up. Are you saying this is Photoshop like, like a Kim Kardashian photo? It's very touched up. <laughs> I mean, he's a All cool right. dude, but not my type of key. All right, sh- show me what he looks like without like three hours of like touch ups on the computer. I got you. Okay. okay. How about I right. said I'm gonna grab another one? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go to I like you, here. I like how I got all these people invested in you know which which artists I find attractive. That's, that's, yeah, you guys are helping right. me out. I wish I had you in my twenties. <laughs> all right. So there you go. I got you another one. There's a laughing right, photo there. Oh, ooh, this is all really nice. happening right now. <laughs> We're sending pictures in the group chat of hold which on, singers we on. think are hot. Yeah. I, you know, the funny I, thing is, I can't yeah, find yeah. an ugly one. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, Lord. Dude. He's eyes. I know. I know what's happening. I know what's happening now. She's trying to keep him to herself. So she's trying okay. to throw me Dang. off the, okay, I got you. You've been called out, girl. I can't I'm, trust you no more. Mm. I can't I'm trust out on now. neck tattoos, man. I'm out on the full neck tattoo. It's just too much for me. Okay. A L- lot of okay. neck tattoos, yeah. All right. No one's making you hey, do it. don't hate. It's all fine. It's all I, good. No one, actually, okay. no one hated. I'm not hating. Okay. I, I'm not hating. Every, don't hate. Everyone said okay. No, he's saying don't hate. No hate. He's yeah, no hate. Yeah. All love. Yeah. I just don't you. like the neck tattoo. All right. Coming up next, uh-huh. we will find out. The details of what the Lakers' plan is for the trade deadline in the buyout market. Because our buddy Dave McMiniman, who does a phenomenal job covering the Los Angeles Lakers, will join us here in just a moment. We will talk to him in a second, and we'll have what you need to know in between. We'll be back in two minutes, 710 ESPN.